Good morning, Vallejo, 802, 89.5 FM, KZCT. It's Vallejo Project, coming to you live, right here in Vallejo. We've got an action-packed show today. We've got some uh, guests here in the studio on Vallejo Project. We've got a ticket giveaway. 25 years and my life is still trying to get up that. Great big healer of hope For a destination We got some music for you I realized quickly when I knew I should That the world was made up of this brotherhood of man For whatever that means We got some information for you Into a crisis
five years and my life is still Trying to get up that great big heel of hope For a destination mm, The incomparable Linda Perry, old friend of Reality Check Television Old uh, friend of uh, Haight-Ashbury Street Fair as well And uh, if you dial up that music video on the YouTubes See if you can identify whose apartment that was and that slide at the end and what park that was in San Francisco. It's Vallejo Project 807 here on OzCat Radio 89.5 FM KZCT. If you're heading downtown Georgia Street, if you're heading out to Merrill Island to work today, if you're going up to Napa, if you're taking the ferry to San Francisco or just chilling at home, we want to welcome you to Vallejo Project Radio. we got some amazing stuff going on today. Got some great guests. We've got actually a ticket giveaway. That's right. We're getting into real radio here with ticket giveaway for an event that Vallejo Project's putting on. It's a benefit, but you have the opportunity to call into the show today and win two tickets to our big fundraising event. So more on that later. But write this down. The call-in phone number, that's right. That magic device in your hand is also a phone. You can call in at 707-652-5775. That's 707-652-5775. Don't call in yet. I'll give you the uh, the cue when you can call in for those tickets because we'll talk about what that event is. But uh, we'll tell you all about that event coming right up. In the meantime, we're going to take you out. It's early in the morning, and what happens early in the morning? Usually somebody shows up, and that's the garbage man.
yes, the fabulous cramps with Garbage Man to get you rocking on this Tuesday morning. Get you up and peppy, get that Java Jive going, get your coffee in your hands, because get ready, we have some fabulous guests here, right here on Vallejo Project Radio, and we're going to have them introduce themselves right now. Hi, yes, so I'm Joseph Hayden, I'm a volunteer with LGBTQ Minus Tobacco, I'm also uh, a co-chair of the Tobacco Free Solano organization, which is a part of Vibe Solano and uh, Solano County Department of Health. Wow, got a lot going on there. <laughs> and our other guest is? Good morning, my name is Genesis Miguel. I'm a 19-year-old Folio resident and I volunteer with Youth Tobacco Control Advocacy and Policy Project. Wow, that's terrific. I mean, that's a, there's a lot going on there, as I can tell. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it's more of a uh, anti-tobacco advocacy. Um, what exactly is the gist of the organization and what are you doing out there in the community to promote it? Well, uh, I was at a uh, Stonewall Democratic Club of Solano uh, meeting, uh, which was on Zoom, and I uh, saw a presentation from this organization. And when I was uh, in law school back in the 90s, I started doing some advocacy, having lost my father at just the age of 50 from his smoking, and also found out that his mother died at 50, and it was also from her smoking. I never got to meet her. Um, so after all these tragedies, I decided I had to do something. So on my law school newspaper, I started doing a lot of articles on the tobacco industry and hoping we could do something about it. And we've made some progress, but unfortunately, big tobacco's very insidious and it's still targeting our youth. It, it, uh, even though we've made a lot of progress here in California, they're still targeting the queer community. We uh, hmm. LGBTQ people smoke at a much higher rate uh, than the uh, general population. And of course, uh, unfortunately, they have gone over uh, after people of color with uh, menthol cigarettes and, and other types of marketing. So, sure. uh, And then, of course, with the proliferation of vape devices that are meant to look like highlighters and USB drives to avoid detection. Oh, it's, right. uh, I mean, Genesis can tell you some amazing stories of what she's experienced even here at the Vallejo schools mm. with this, these kinds of devices. Wow, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, yeah, definitely long, long history of tobacco industry targeting specific groups, um, even youth. Joe Camel, classic. Yes. Classic. That's what my dad smoked. Really? Yes. Unfiltered? I don't know. Uh because they came in the small packs, the unfiltered uh, camels and luckies, you know. That's what the old men uh, used to smoke when I was a kid coming up. Well, I was a youth advocate like Genesis when I was, my dad was smoking and I was learning about it in school. I would uh, write these little signs and hang it on his nightstand that said, cancer cures smoking. And my dad thought that was really funny. But unfortunately, it came to fruition. Hmm. Yeah, my aunt, uh, on my father's side, her and her husband, uh, Aunt Ruth and Uncle George, um, smoked a lot. They were from that era. And they, we lived, uh, my grandmother lived upstairs in the duplex and they lived downstairs. So you always could smell it when you came in as a kid. It was like, whoa. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, okay. You know, they came up in the 20s and the 30s and 40s. That's when it was popular and popularized on, you know, movies at the of time course, yes. and then into television. 
Um, and uh, nine out of ten doctors recommend Lucky Cigarettes or right. whatever those advertisements yeah. were. And they still slip it into movies. My best example is uh, Avatar. I mean, oh, really? the first Avatar, you've got Sigourney Weaver 500 years in the future as a doctor smoking a cigarette. What's that all about? Except <laughs> I have a feeling somebody paid somebody to do that because that's uh, anathema to me. Uh, well, might have meant to be ironic. You never know. And but on a still. spaceship. And on a spaceship, of all things, Of course. Too. Well, you know, in the opening segment of Planet of the Apes, Charlton Heston is smoking a cigar yeah. in a spaceship. Right. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I don't know. So, um, Genesis, what's um, your youth activization on this topic been? Yes. So, early as elementary school, I witnessed a bunch of peers, um, you know, secretly in the bathroom smoking vape and... I would say maybe in middle school is when it really, like, I started really noticing it uh, in the locker rooms, the bathrooms, the classrooms, in the back of the school where nobody could really see. Mm -hmm. You would see uh, different people just selling products to one another. Really? Eighth selling grade, them? Eighth grade, yes. Oh, yeah. interesting. So for me, I felt that kind of pressure, like, to, you know, try it at least once because it's like everybody else is doing it. Sure. Can I do it? Like, um, And so when I got to high school, I went to Vallejo High School. Mm -hmm. uh, it was just everywhere. It, people didn't care about hiding it. It was just, you would see a puff of smoke in the classrooms in front of the teachers. It was all vaping. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Vaping, yes. And it was just, it was everywhere. And so I wanted to... In high school, I was a creative uh, student, and so I was part of the band, and unfortunately, due to COVID, um, I was not able to compete or anything, mm -hmm. so I uh, tried to seek different ways to kind of express my creativity, and so I thought, okay, what what's this adv advocacy about? Because a lot of people, they use advocacy as like just speaking, but you can, you can express advocacy in many ways, and so... I did a program with Solano for uh, ah. before doing uh, YTAP Youth Tobacco Prevention, um, and so I used uh, dance and my uh, spoken word poetry wow. to kind of express like uh, not only tobacco prevention but just advocating for youth and self identification and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of explored, and it was with YTAP that I was able to really learn about city council i was learning oh. more about city government city leaders and great yeah and i was able to talk to these people and learn firsthand like what what are they doing about it what what are they are they talking to people my age about it mm -hmm. because i didn't know anything about city council or anything mm -hmm. <laughs> so wow. um, i think it was really important to be that voice because a lot of people they're scared of speaking yes and yeah so you just got to be that voice. And so I decided to, I took initiative to learn more about my city council and tobacco prevention. And a lot of people, there's a misconception that around our work that we're trying to force um, just toba a tobacco-free life. But we, at the end of the day, we really want to educate people. Educating, not forcing them. Right. Upon. So, <laughs> so when, um, I think a very interesting uh, part of your uh, what you're saying right now is that it led you to start being more involved in civics yes, here yes. in the city mm -hmm. and you start going to city council meetings and learning about how the local government works mm -hmm. and uh, as you 
we're going on that journey. I, I, from what I glean, it's, as you started as a anti-tobacco activist, did you find that as you got involved and watched the city council and started meeting the players there, you sort of broadened your vision of other topics and oh, other yeah, things? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, I occasionally go to uh, the city council meetings with my boss and we take notes of what's happening. Um, I didn't know that uh, the Mare Island Bridge was under like, you know, construction. I, it's still, it's like mm-hmm. those little things you want to know because um, it's like what's going on in your city. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And we promote that a lot here on Vallejo Project on the radio of getting people involved in, and it's in, and I think that's a great example of how your particular uh, passion led you to the city council led you to city government, and then all of a sudden you're like, well, hey, wait a second, what else is going on yeah. here? What's yeah. going on, as Linda Perry said? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, the advocacy that you, that you or anybody can do, I think eventually leads you to some sort of civic interaction. Yeah. Because, you know, you see vaping in the schools, um, you've, had a, you know, you've had a personal experience with it, and, you know, you're trying to get that message out there, but then there's only so much you can do to spin that story in people's heads. Now, when you were doing the poetry and the dance, like sort of what was it that, how, how did you get the message across yeah, doing so that? I would say the dancing was more of the other advocacy part. So like oh. uh, there was this uh, event, it was an art summit for um, the Solano County and it was oh. held at the fairgrounds. Um, wow. And so I danced uh, to display like, a lot of like pressure to be like a certain thing or like you're expected like to be one thing especially if you're from a Vallejo school like oh. it's like it's there's like this certain like like oh they're bad kids and stuff like that so like I I use that dance to kind of like show like I, I not everybody's like that okay <laughs> and so I use more of spoken poetry to use that um, ah. for me I've been writing since elementary school I love reading wow. writing and so I use like metaphors like any piece of poetry I can use like I um, I don't directly um, just say oh tobacco's bad I need yeah. to I used creative ways to do that and uh-huh. it was always a good way to kind of like a lot of uh, I want to uh, talk about uh, a lot of students they use uh, these tobacco products as a stress reliever mm-hmm. and so I would say a lot of that advocacy and just exploring my creative roots and whatnot has been my stress reliever for any times. Like ah, there you go. So you replace yeah, so. what mm-hmm. normally someone would use mm-hmm. vaping or smoking to relax, deal with the stress, but yeah. you're doing it and saying, oh, you can do it in an artistic way. Yeah, yeah. You can write something, you can perform something, you can create something as a stress reliever rather than finding yourself reach for a cigarette mm-hmm. or a vape. That, that, that's very interesting. And uh, of course, we all know that... Uh, especially from my generation, you know, high school, go up to the hill, have mm-hmm. to have a cigarette, you know, you're one of the cool kids. Mm-hmm. Or kids who had parents who smoked, well, oh, they, oh, I got my dad's pack of cools today, you know? It was sort of that rebellious, uh, you know, differentiating ourselves from the adult or, or trying to make ourselves a little more adult. Now, you're saying that these days it's not so much that, but it's more of a stress relief. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And st- so not only a, uh, there's different ways, uh, you know, different reasons, but uh, 
in ninth grade in particular, I was highly involved in the Filipino club. Ah. And so there was a lot of students who uh, came from the Philippines and uh-huh. just a lot of uh, minority groups. And so I would uh, constantly see uh, a specific group from the Filipino community um, I would see them smoke cigarettes mm-hmm. and they would do it because it was cool and they fit in. Yeah. And so it just kind of goes to show that some some students, they do it because they think it's cool. Right. And so just, again, peer pressure, peer mm-hmm. pressure, peer pressure. And so... Um, so there is an opportunity there to do sort of a reverse peer pressure where you can say, hey, you know, all right, I get it that you're trying to be cool, but you know what's even cooler Doing this, doing, doing this. something else, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that's really good. So, what else have uh, in the community? What kind of of uh, or what kind of uh, events or? Well, actually, yeah. Uh, here in Vallejo, uh, with Genesis' help and and, and that of other youth advocates, uh, uh, our coalition. She said she's with YTAP, which is part of Bay Area Community Resources, um, and the other two organizations I've mentioned, Vibe Solano and LGBTQ Minus Tobacco. We actually uh, presented at City Council last year and unanimously oh. got passed the smoke-free multi-unit housing oh, wow. uh, ordinance. Yes. Oh. Um, Ultimately, that was voted on unanimously by uh-huh. city council, and uh, we're very proud of that because that is a health equity issue. And the key to this is understanding that uh, smoke is um, uh, second and third hand smoke, and there's even something called fourth hand smoke. But all oh. passive smoke wow. is detrimental to people who can't just necessarily pick up and move to another place. And if they're in uh, uh, a multi-unit building where their window is open or someone's smoking out their patio, the smoke can come through. It comes through the electric sockets and really? it affects the health yeah. of uh, the people who aren't just necessarily have the means to pick up and relocate every time someone next to them smokes. Mm. So that was passed successfully here in Vallejo and that is uh, um, uh, that was a very key thing. So off that and the momentum of Prop 31, I think that passed yeah, last 30. year. Thank you. I wasn't right. Uh, I, I what, is, what is Prop 31? Prop 31 was a very progressive uh, uh, proposition here in California that banned most, not all, but most flavored tobacco oh, products. Oh, that's what that was about. Yeah, and it passed. Tobacco. Yeah, it passed. Uh, and of course, the tobacco industry was at the ready. It oh, did get rid of menthol cigarettes, but uh, tobacco industry immediately had non menthol, quote unquote, uh, products that were meant to continue to target uh, people of color with their product, and those were at the ready and in the stores. Uh, to non-menthol isn't that isn't that just regular cigarettes? Uh, it, they have some kind of flavoring that you can add afterwards. Oh. It's very insidious, <laughs> and the packaging alone is an insult. Um, oh, but, but uh, you know, unfortunately, even tobacco retailers, as we did a survey in uh, January after the ordinance uh-huh. passed, excuse me, the proposition passed, they were still selling uh, flavored, uh, some flavored uh, products that had been banned. So uh-huh. there there's definitely needed to be more education. And um, that's why we're here today, mostly to talk about what we're now working on in city council. Mm-hmm. And that's the tobacco retail license, a TRL. And a TRL is um, 
a, a revenue neutral way that the tobacco retailers, of which there are over 90 here in Vallejo, wow. think about that. Um, and these, uh, there's barely any state funding for enforcement. So uh, they've been getting away with high numbers of sales. And of course, other uh, local jurisdictions like Benicia, American Canyon, that ha- I'm not sure about American Canyon, but Benicia has a TRL, a tobacco retail license. So guess what? Teens from those areas that want to buy tobacco products know that they can come to Vallejo and their chances are uh, one third or a 50% that a tobacco retailer in this city mm-hmm. will sell to them. Mm-hmm. And uh, Genesis has a pretty good story as her as a decoy to give you an example of that. As a decoy? Yes. Undercover. Yeah, I felt like that sometimes. <laughs> No, um, Did you have to wear a fedora and a trench coat? Oh, no, just regular clothes. Okay. It was all hidden. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> um, So, yeah, I was a youth uh, decoy for some time. And so I would get um, a call from local, like, uh, police department or uh, agency. And they would say, oh, uh, this time, like, are you available? And so I would say yes. And there was a particular time that really stuck out to me. Um, it was in Vallejo. We were doing the, like, uh, checks and I went to into a store and I confidently said, "Hey, can I get a so and so name?" It was uh, an e-cigarette, a flavored e-cigarette, and okay. I can't I can't remember. I don't know. I, yeah. I personally don't know anything about that. So yeah, I'm so it's just going like with that. the story. Yeah, electronic, but yeah. It, yeah. And um, I said, "Can I get this?" And he he said, "Sure." Uh, he didn't really care. And I he said, "You're 21, right?" And I said. Yes, yes I, yes, I am. Uh-huh. And he gave it to me, and I walked away with it. All right, so it's more like when they uh, when the ABC does decoys, you know, they walk yeah, into yeah, a bar, yeah. can I get a beer? Uh, yeah, yeah. If they don't check the ID, then they get tagged. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it was, it was a interesting experience, like, to see the different reactions and whatnot. Uh, well, you ever felt you were in danger or anything at the, doing uh, those kind of things? N- no, I wouldn't There's always an adult with you, right? There's always uh, two uh, officers with you, like, yeah. undercover officers. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Is it as a paid position? Um, yeah. Uh, you get everything they... Uh, so... One of my favorite perks of being a decoy was... Uh, I love this story. They, uh, one of the undercovers would go with me and they would buy, you know, different store items and I would get to keep all of them at the end of the day, every single... The like, candy store. and stuff? Yeah, yeah, candy, like oh, just all oh, the food. Geez. So I... <laughs> so you got paid in candy. Yeah, no, I, I also oh. had like a like a stipend as well, but uh-huh. yeah, it was it was awesome. Wow, but interesting. And in that I was able to talk to the city council members and tell them my story. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, it really supported us in like, um, in just like the overall presentation. Um, mm-hmm. All the city council members are for it. Like they want to push forward with yes. the TRL, so... That's an excellent point. So uh, we presented, uh, Genesis and I uh, presented with our coalition in, was it April or May? And uh, the mayor uh, was directed uh, city staff, I mean, a city manager and city attorney. Uh, city attorney has actually done a, a, a TRL in another jurisdiction before. Wow. And so we've been meeting with them regularly and working out. Uh, but I want to point out that Mayor McConnell uh, directed them uh, with the uh, support of the city council to make as robust a TRL as possible. So there are many elements to this tobacco retail license. And uh-huh. it can do a lot of amazing things to thwart the sale of tobacco. It's already illegal to sell to, to minors. Well, and yeah. 
2021. Yeah. It's already let, let, there, let me make right? that clear. But this, there's no enforcement, so this would put teeth to it. And given our city's, uh, you know, uh, revenue issues, this is a new, uh, revenue neutral uh, policy. And when you say revenue neutral, yes. what does that mean? Oh, I'd love to explain. There? So the fees that these tobacco retailers get, which I like to say is the privilege of selling poison. <laughs> okay, uh, the fees for that actually funds the code enforcement that is uh, so it actually offsets the cost of the code enforcement. So the city uh-huh. pays nothing. So it would offset the cost of, say, when Genesis goes to the tobacco store. Yes, but I mean, uh, we would have, so the d- youth decoy is one program that will probably continue on, uh-huh. but uh, but there needs to be a mandate in the TRL that uh, code enforcement actually does these spot checks at least once a year, we ask, that it, with each tobacco retailer. The other elements that a tobacco retail license can do is it can also prohibit Pharmacies, if you can imagine, some of these tobacco retailers are actual pharmacies, and some of the big chain pharmacies have already opted not to sell tobacco products. Yeah. Can you imagine going to the same place to get your medicine and, and, and get your cigarettes? Oh, totally. You yeah, know, well, unfortunately, CBS, it's whatever. a reality, yeah. but but a TRL could prohibit that. Oh. Uh, and then the other tobacco retailers, the mom and pop shops that you know wish to continue to sell these tobacco products, just need to adhere to keep their license, and um, and they're paying for that. So, so uh, it costs the city nothing, and there's also uh, other things that can be done to curtail the purchase by youth, which is um, minimum pack sizes, huh. minimum pricing, these kinds of things. But this is already in the works, thank goodness, because our city council is forward thinking on this. I'm very pleased to say we've met with some uh, Genesis and I and our, our coalition. We've actually talked directly with some of the city council members individually about this. And so we know that we have a, a, a lot of support. And um, What kind of pushback have you gotten? Because obviously, I mean, well, I would think that the retailers are saying, hey, wait a <laughs> second. Now you're imposing additional financial burden on us. Mm-hmm. We're already adhering to the law, except if our clerk is too lazy to ask, and that's, you know, what can we do? And, uh, you know, we don't want kids to smoke, but this is our business. You're you're hurting our business. What what is the what is the response to something like that if the retailers are up in arms about it? Well, it's, you know, I didn't uh, come up with their business plans. If they wanted to sell tobacco products, then, then this is just the way it has to be. And they've gotten away with many years of uh, without enforcement. And these statistics that we have here mm-hmm. of the 45% of retailers in 2018 selling to youth and 30% mm-hmm. just uh, in 2020, these are sky high compared to any other Bay Area jurisdiction. Right. And like I said, our neighbors don't sell it so at least in very small numbers by comparison so the youth are on to us if they're not selling to each right. other they're, they're going to come to Vallejo and we need to be uh, because we have a city council that's in favor of this mm-hmm. and we're very close to hopefully finishing the ordinance language um, it, we ask that people support this coming up at city council in an in a upcoming city council meeting the final vote Oh, and, and when is that going to be? Is that scheduled yet? Uh, it is not agendized quite yet, but we're, we were told originally it might be October, but it might slip into er, one of the early November Oh, so it's coming uh, right meetings. up, though. Yes, and so the more support that we can get, and again, I want to stress that it's important that we have that uh, mandatory enforcement. We may have a staffing shortage at the, at the moment, mm-hmm. but we, we need to write this ordinance for the future and the, for the future generations. We can't... Um, 
have a toothless ordinance passed that doesn't have any mandate of these checks or the retailers will continue to do what they're doing. Okay. All right. So um, where can people go to find out more about what you guys are doing? Boots on the ground. Okay. So uh, the three websites that um, I'm referring to are LGBTQ-Tobacco.org. That's a Bay Area-based uh, uh, organization that works here in Solano County, Contra Costa, San Francisco, and Alameda counties. Uh-huh. Um, the one that uh, 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 Genesis works with, uh, the YTAP program, is with Bay Area Community Resources. That's B-A-C-R dot org. Mm. And Vibe Solano is our uh, Solano Department of Health. That's the one that I'm the co-chair of the Tobacco Free Solano program, vibesolano.com. Wow. Uh, those three sites are places where you can get information. And, of course, I encourage everyone to be like Genesis and, and me and nerd out over these, <laughs> <Nerd> <laughs> these uh, city council meetings. I watch every minute of every one, you know, even if it's seven uh-huh. hours long. And um, and find out how you can change your community. And that's there what I'm so go. proud of. Yeah, That's what we're all about here at Vallejo Project. Learning how to change your Learn. community. In your own way. In your course. own like way. Like how. Absolutely. For the better. Of course, for the better. (laughs) How to change your community in your own way for the better. That's what it's all about here. 99.5 FM KZCT, and we're going to change things for the better here. We're going to encourage those shiny, happy people out there. And get a little good vibes going. Here on Vallejo Project Radio, teaching you how to be better part of the community. Ticket giveaway coming right up.
Silence between the notes that counts more than the notes itself. George Michael. Gotta have faith in that great pause in the middle of the song that gives it that extra oomph to kick it over the top. Right here on Vallejo Project, 89.5 FM, KZTT. We have our fabulous guests here today. And why don't you reintroduce yourself to the studio audience who might be uh, just tuning in. Sure. I'm Joseph Hayden, uh, co-chair of Tobacco Free Solano and also a volunteer with LGBTQ minus tobacco. Good morning, everyone. My name is Genesis Miguel. I'm a 19-year-old Vallejo resident and I volunteer with the youth group Tobacco Control Advocacy and Policy Project. Now, we've uh, had a very interesting conversation so far and part of it is about uh, what kind of advocacy and events and awareness that's going on in the community. Uh, based on this. So uh, you've got some interesting uh, stuff coming up, I hear. Yeah, so for the second year in a row, LGBTQ minus tobacco has been invited back uh, by the principal and some of the staff uh, to James Hogan Middle School on October 11th, which is National Coming Out Day. What we do is we go there and table during their lunch hour and uh, show them the the, uh, negative uh, repercussions of smoking and tobacco addiction. We've also done a health fair day at... um, uh, oh gosh, what's that high school on the hill? Um, Jesse. Jesse Bethel, oh, yes, Jesse thank Bethel, you. Yeah. Uh, and so that's coming up October 11th, and I just want to encourage everyone to stay tuned for that upcoming city council meeting where this will be agendized. And for those uh, who want to keep tabs on it, you can go to the City of Vallejo mailing, uh, excuse me, website to subscribe to for the announcements for the regular city council meetings, and they release the agenda for each of these Tuesday like every other Tuesday around that, um, but they release the agenda the Thursday before, so you can you can oh. see um, if this is going to be put on the agenda in the upcoming weeks. Uh, I'll definitely be there the night that it's voted on. Sure, but I want to encourage everyone to also email their um, uh, city council and mayor uh, about this issue and that you're in support of a robust TRL. For our city, we deserve it. And if we pass it the way that um, we have uh, been directed to by the mayor, or I should say the city staff, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, uh, uses the correct language, we could be a beacon for uh, the whole Bay Area and a model. Wow. For, uh, because we have an opportunity to go from the dark ages, if you will, <laughs> uh, to um, to have a modern TRL that incorporates all the gaps that were missing from that Prop uh-huh. 31. The, we could cover the other flavored tobacco products that weren't covered, and we could really curtail addiction and lots of uh, detrimental health problems, which I, I proposed that. We were talking a little while ago about the relaxation that uh, people uh, sense that they get when they smoke cigarettes. I want to remind people that they're only relaxing because their blood, their, their blood vessels are uh, relaxing because they were constricted in the first place because they're absorbed 
absorbing nicotine. Um, so there is a false sense, and this is how the addiction works. So it's very oh. insidious. The, the nicotine in these products, and all of these products, uh, they relax your blood vessels, but when they're not getting that nicotine fix, the blood vessels constrict. Oh. So it is an artificial relaxation. Uh, that relaxation is not missing before one starts. So I uh, just want to clarify that, but um, I agree with me, uh, with uh, Genesis Miguel over here. The, the best way to get a fix is to do other things that can be stimulating in your life. And thus things like um, even walking outside in the fresh air, uh, yoga. Um, we live in a beautiful area. Let's take advantage of it. There you go. Year round. There you go. There you go. And then on uh, your side, like what kind of... Uh, activities and things that the youth can participate in, not that they can't yeah. participate in city council, and we certainly encourage that, but what kind of things are you promoting? So I always first encourage to learn about what tobacco is. That's where you start, just, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what is tobacco? What, <laughs> what chemicals are in it? Uh, who's selling it? Um, just educating yourself first before stepping in, so you have at least a little bit of knowledge, but it's always good just practicing and getting it. Um, uh, so, for YTAP, what we're doing right now is we're in the phase where we're doing media campaigns. Oh, wow. And so the reason we're doing media campaigns is because a lot of youth are on social media. Right, right, right. And so we meet weekly and we have this uh, Google document where we uh, put our different ideas, like, oh, wow. uh, look, uh, like, catchy phrases, I don't know, uh, okay. fun facts. Memes, perhaps? Yeah, yeah. Soundbites, just, yeah. Just different video ideas that uh -huh. they can do. And um, for me, I haven't been as um, involved because I've been focused on different events and stuff like that. But yeah. um, right now we're just in that phase and there's not events going on, but de I definitely encourage uh, to encourage others to look at the agendas and see what's going on and mm -hmm. oh if if there's a um, it can't it, it doesn't even have to be tobacco prevention but it's highly recommended mm -hmm. uh, if okay. there's a topic uh, just go for it um, the city council members they only really see older people and so seeing just a young face it just brings them joy and so ah, great it, it doesn't matter what it is it, if you're if it's something you're interested in go for it. Go to a city council meeting. Yeah. And if you can't make it, there is uh, different ways. You can go through Zoom and you can mm -hmm. raise your hand. And so I would just say, just put yourself out there. Put yourself out there. And yeah, just, that's really the key is um, something that we promote a lot here on Vallejo Project is uh, putting yourself out there. You know, yeah, it's okay just, to have an opinion. It's okay to feel, you know, like uh, I'm an advocate for blah, blah, blah. And you don't blah, know what blah, you're blah. doing. It's fine. You just it's do okay. It. <laughs> just get out there and you'll meet like-minded people who yeah. will guide you and get you up to speed. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's yes. very cool. That's very cool. And how did, um, whoops, how did you two end up getting together uh, as advocates? Well, uh, fortunately, uh, LGBTQ minus tobacco put us in touch and, and they very wisely saw the, uh, how, uh, 
uh, astute all these youth advocates were and having them, I mean, this is not about my generation. I mean, the average, the median age for people who start smoking, like my father, is age 12. He grew up in Hawaii and he wow, was- Wow, that's handed, right. I only yeah. thought that was, I thought that was in the deep, dark past. We're not concerned about telling adults what to do. And as, as uh, Genesis said, this is about not addicting our youth and having more generations of people uh, who are suffering from nicotine addiction in the True. future. You know, that, that's one way, at, yeah, because when I was coming up, you always heard the old guys, you know, I started smoking when I was 12, when I was eight. You know, yeah, well, wow. if they're 90 and still smoking, I, I tell those people, uh, you can also survive if you walk with blindfolds across the highway, but are you going to try it? <laughs> right, there you go. So, I mean, statistically, it, that's yeah. just, uh, you know, irrelevant. So, uh, I, I'm i concerned. I, I'm a father, and I will be a grandfather, hopefully, oh, in a couple of years. So, okay. I mean, uh, you know, I am thinking about the future generations, sure. and I want to leave this world in a better place. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, my daughter didn't get to meet her grandfather, and I didn't get to meet my grandmother because of smoking, and but for smoking. Uh, we would have had uh, many more years with our family members. There you go. There you go. And, that, and that's, a great, that's a great note to take out there because, you know, it— it's a it's a big picture. It's a big picture topic, but it's a small picture topic. It's a family topic. It's relating your it's it's your day to day life. I mean, you know, I miss my great aunt because she died from smoking, and, and you've got relatives or past that you didn't get a chance to meet. It, it hits home. Yeah, it's personal, but it's also societal. I I don't mm. understand. I always use the example not to get back to sci fi, but I am a sci fi geek. Sure. You know, if aliens came here tomorrow <laughs> and we said, "Yeah, we take these products that addict us and we just shove them down into <laughs> our lungs and these little particulates, and our lungs struggle, but you know, it makes us feel good for a moment." You know, they like, "What the heck are <laughs> you right. thinking?" I, I mean, it, it doesn't make sense. You're shortening your lives intentionally. But right. I understand addiction. I know my father struggled and tried to mm -hmm. tried to quit. He hated it toward the end, ah. but um, he just could not stop. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, the alien uh, analogy there is uh, an apt one. When you take that moment to extrapolate, even if it's you know, okay, well, it's kind of science fictiony, but. It's stepping back from what yes, you're looking objectivity at. Objectivity is objectivity is the key. Go, yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, do you use that when you're doing your art and your dance and maybe even some music to oh, yeah, bring that course. message out? Yeah, just like different. Yeah, yeah, just different things. But I also want to bring back to that like personal story touch. Everybody sure. has their own story, and um, I, I feel like a lot of people uh, like setbacks. Setbacks. Uh, what are our setbacks. I think a big one is just people who have the addiction, like addictions, uh, mm -hmm. tobacco addictions, and you'll see it in city council meetings, uh, oppose, opposing to it. And uh, a lot of times our reactions, like 100%, honestly, uh, our reaction is not to like judge or anything. We're just like, huh, that's their point of view because they're, they're not the ones to blame. A lot of people they blame the person for the addiction, but yeah. it's it's the it's the product. It's and the it's big tobacco as yeah, far as I'm concerned. Yeah, the industry, the marketing, yeah. all that stuff, and deep pockets. I feel like a big part of this is just learning everybody's stories and how they got to it, and what we can just hearing everybody. Um, hmm. Just that's yeah, a very yeah. it, it's a very good point. It's like removing 
the the shame someone could feel for yeah. okay oh I started smoking but you know I feel like a, an idiot for doing it and you can say wait 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 a second you know this was what the whole idea was when you got into it so don't feel shame yeah, don't feel just... embarrassed about it but hey, here's an opportunity to do something about it. Yeah, and I do want to point out, we have lots of smoking cessation uh, tools that are much more effective these days, and there are oh. also medications that are much more effective for those who are interested. Oh. And those resources can also be found on the uh, the websites that I listed. So, you know, we're all for that, but we're, again, we're here about prevention of mm -hmm. addiction of youth and the sale to those youth, which is already illegal, let me remind people. Mm -hmm. Great, great. Well, you know, it's uh, yeoman's work. Um, it's always a lot of, uh, like I say, pick and shovel work. A lot of the going to city council meetings, meeting, you know, the kids and talking to them and, and doing art and, and uh, outreach that really starts to make the difference. And it's a day-to-day -day effort, you know. Sometimes that little incremental bit that someone's doing for a particular cause seems like, oh, geez, you know, I just did so much. Uh, just a little bit today. Is it even making a difference? But it's additive. It all adds up. Yeah. So we definitely uh, say right on. What, what a great, uh, what a great programs you guys have. And uh, oh, maybe we got some callers coming in uh, after the top of the hour. Kids, hold your horses. We'll be getting to you. So uh, once again, um, tell us the, the folks out there listening where they can go on the interwebs to find out more. Yes, so LGBTQ-Tobacco.org, Bay Area-based organization fighting in many counties here in the Bay Area. VibeSolano.com, it's uh, the Solano Department of Health. And Bay Area Community Resources, that's B-A-C-R.org. And uh, did you have a... Uh, not at the moment. No. Oh, so um, when you're working with the other youth and you're working on social media, mm -hmm. so where can people go on social media to find out more about what you're up to? I would have to search. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but just get on in the Twitterverse and the uh, Facebook Instagram, and all that. Instagram? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Instagram is the key tough, place. Yes. Okay. Yeah, those websites do have social media links. Okay, there yes. you go. <laughs> all right. So uh, thank you so much for being here on Vallejo Projects today. We appreciate it. You're part of the community. You're part of what we're all trying to do out there. Do good. Do good for the youth. Bring them up. Educate them. Educate. Because education is the key. And, you know, knowledge is power. If you know what's going on, then you don't get fooled. And uh, we really appreciate that. You're coming out here to Vallejo Project Radio. We're here getting up to the top of the hour right now, 8.58 on 89.5 FM KZCT, KZCT, Oscat Radio. 72 degrees out there. Another nice day out here in Vallejo. The uh, fog's burning off. So whether you're heading out to work, heading downtown, or just heading out, stick with us here on Vallejo Project. We got new stuff coming up. We've got a contest coming up. And uh, you never know what's going to happen because we never know what's going to happen. And uh, if someone's uh, trying to sell you some vapes or cigarettes, just tell them, I can't go for that.
here in 9.5 FM KZCT Ozcar Radio a little Justin Timberlake to get you bouncing and grooving here 
on a Tuesday morning. That's some fabulous information, the fabulous community info right there for you here on Vallejo Project Radio. And swinging back to things that uh, are also going on here in Vallejo. Don't forget, coming right up, we got the big Maker Fair coming to Mare Island. Yeah. October 13th through 15th, October 20 through 22nd. Read it in this week's Vallejo Weekly to learn more. Wow. You all know about the Maker Fair. That's a pretty wacky and wild thing. You can get out there, get involved, do some making, science project style. Like when uh, we were kids, we used to make those volcanoes uh, out of, I think it was, uh, what did we used to use back there? Vinegar and baking soda to make that volcano go. And of course, now you've got Mentos and soda pop. Um, but when you get out there to the Maker Fair, um, all sorts of cool contraptions will be out there, science projects, uh, great stuff for the kids. There'll be Burning Man folk out there showing their stuff, um, all sorts of different Bay Area organizations that are participating. A lot of fun, a lot of fun. So be sure to get out there, Mayor Island. Coming right up, October 13th through 15th, and October 20 through 22nd, two big weekends. Now, uh, Vallejo Project has tutoring in person. If you've got uh, a youth that needs some tutoring, needs some help on their schoolwork, as we're now deep into the school year right now, Vallejo Project offers tutoring at the fabulous JFK Library. Right down there, when you go down to the city council meeting to help out and advocate, I hope you realize you've got a fabulous library right there that offers stuff for the kids, as well as education for yourself in the form of an actual physical book to read. In-person tutoring by Vallejo Project on Thursdays from 3.30 to 5.30 p.m. So check that out for all our other programs that we do here in Vallejo Project. You can always go to our website, vallejoproject.org, to find out more about what we're up to. And speaking about events and what Vallejo Project is doing, Vallejo Project is hosting a great fundraiser, a celebration of survival. It's a dinner and auction. Wow. An auction where you can not win prizes, but uh, auction and donate to the cause and get something really cool in exchange. Sort of like when you send money to KQED and you get uh, a premium. It's great. It's lots of fun. Um, Auctions are always friendly and and fun and uh, everything goes to a great cause. This is a celebration of survival. Dinner and auction on October 22nd, 2023 from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. It's at fabulous Zeofredo's, 23 Harbor Way, right down by our waterfront. It's pretty amazing. I think, you know, you got to remember, we've got a fabulous waterfront here in Vallejo. I mean, just take a walk down there. Like uh, we were talking about this morning, you know, if you want to do something relaxing, right there at the end of Georgia Street, just take a walk down by the waterside and then keep walking down. And we have a fabulous marina there. Um, you can look at the boats, look at the Napa River, especially in the evening, dig the uh, sunset. And right along your way, there is Fabulous Zia Fredo. It's a great place to go hang out. My uh, Lions Club 
Executive Lions Club meets there. And uh, they always host a lot of great uh, dinners and events for many different organizations here in Vallejo. And one of them is the Vallejo Project Celebration of Survival Dinner and Auction. Our keynote speaker is Jewel Diamond Taylor. You may have heard of her. She's a renowned, knowledgeable, an in-demand conference speaker, an author, life coach, emotional wellness educator, spiritual encourager. We all need some encouragement. And publisher of the You Gold Girl magazine and founder of Women on the Grow Incorporated. We'll also have uh, Mylene Rooker, our resident uh, physician here at Vallejo Project, talking about her personal journey from advocate way back in the 70s to physician, uh, to clinician, and uh, single mother, and how she overcame all sorts of obstacles to be a well-known and well-versed physician in the community. Uh, inspiring stories and an inspiring event. And we are giving away two tickets. That's right, two tickets to this event. Um, normally, uh, we're looking for a VIP ticket of $75. General admission is 50 And of course, dinner is included. Absolutely. A fabulous Zia Fredo's dinner. Great food. So you're, you know, you're a winner right there. Um, so... Right now, we're going to be giving away two free tickets right here on Vallejo Project Radio. So, we're going to play a quick song, something that uh, a local artist up there in Marin put together back in the 80s. And at the end of that song, the first caller at 707-652-5775 will win those two tickets to the Celebration of Survival Dinner and Auction sponsored by Vallejo Project on October 2nd, 2023. So get your phones ready, those magical devices that you've got in your hand. Because remember, those are phones. And give us a call, 707 652 5775 right after Grace Slick tells us about her dreams. Until I heard the thunder i 
Grace Slick, she still believes in dreams. Do you believe that you will win the tickets to our fabulous fundraiser right here on Vallejo Project? The Celebration of Survival Dinner and Auction, 707-652-5775, 707-652-5775. And while we wait for our first caller, as they fiddle with their magical hand device, stop, get off Instagram, call up right now. You can win two tickets, $75 value each for our fabulous Celebration of Survival Dinner and Auction, October 22nd, 4 p.m. to 7 p.m., Zia Fredo's 23 Harbor Way, Vallejo, California. Don't be lazy. Don't think that you can't be the winner. Do it. Do it now. What else do we have happening here on Vallejo Radio? We've got some other fabulous announcements coming up. We've got uh, a lot of uh, good information coming out of Vallejo Project itself. But right now, we're waiting for that first caller. And if you're a believer, I'm a believer that you can probably win those tickets. Disappointment haunted 
two free tickets to the big Zia Fredo's Vallejo Project fundraiser on October 22nd. You too can be a big winner. Just call in right now. Tuesday, October 3rd. That's where we're at. And what's happening in the Vallejo community? Well, today, right after this show, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., free groceries at Faith Food Fridays. It's not just Fridays. It's happening today, right after this show. At uh, 11 o'clock a.m., get on out there if you are finding you have a food need. That's what it's there for. 826 Solano Avenue, Vallejo. You've seen the big sign as you drive in and out of uh, our fair city here. So if you are perhaps uh, a little short at the beginning of the month, or if you know somebody who needs some help, send them on out there. I believe they also have toiletries and some household items um, that might be when available. But get on out there and check it out. And also volunteer. If you have an establishment that has excess food or household items that says paper towels, toilet paper, that kind of thing, or even if you have the time to contribute just to lend a helping hand, move boxes, uh, put food into bags, um, you know, check expiration dates, check out Faith Food Fridays. Get on down there as a volunteer. 
from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Introduce yourself, meet the fine folks there, and participate here in your community. Citizens Clean Air Monitoring Network informational session. That's actually online. That's 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Citizens Air Monitoring. Uh, virtual online anywhere in the internet. So look up, go ahead and uh, Google this if you're still a Google fan uh, or DuckDuckGo or Opera or any of those other uh, search engines out there. There are a few. You don't have to be in the Google metaverse. Search for Citizens Clean Air Monitoring Network. There's an information session tonight from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. An interesting group because they're monitoring the air quality here in Vallejo because we do have residual pollution coming up from the uh, refineries. There's also just general air pollution, some of it from fires, some of it purely environmental. They'll give you the lowdown on everything that they're doing and how you can participate in that. It's a very interesting group. Um, It's scientific if you have a scientific background or bent. Uh, That's always good. Uh, But just as a regular citizen, if you're concerned about the air that you breathe, check out the Citizen Clean Air Monitoring Network. And uh, after that, that's from 6 to 7. So after a bit of seriousness, you can uh, have some chuckles at Bambino's, one of our favorite places to hang out, 301 Georgia Street. Tonight, they're doing stand-up comedy. Who knew? Stand-up comedy is making a comeback. With Fat Joe and Matthias Vasquez. Fat Joe. Can you say fat? I guess if you start with a PH, you can. Stand-up comedy with Fat Joe and Matthias Vasquez at Bambino's. Tonight, 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m., 301 Georgia Street. Right here in Vallejo. Yes, there is a downtown in Vallejo. And yes, there's action going on. And yes, you can entertain yourself, have some fun. And be part of the scene right here in Vallejo. It's not a scene unless you show up and make it a scene. That's the whole idea. Participate. Not just in the serious stuff here in Vallejo, but also the fun stuff too. A lot of entertainment. A lot of groovy things going on here in town. Of course, there's always our uh, fabulous uh, farmer's market on Saturdays. Not only is there great food, uh, support local farmers, but also entertainment. You'll see some of our local musicians out there entertaining you. There's Art Walk will be coming up again. So be sure to participate in Art Walk. Uh, Check that out on the interwebs. Uh, Art Walk is, as you probably know, are amazingly free art extravaganza where you as a local artist can just set up a table and bring your art out and try your luck at selling it. No cost. And from what I understand, it's maybe the one of the only art walks out there where it's free to the artists as it should be you know you put a lot of time and effort into your art a lot of emotion a lot of time getting a message across and uh you want to get it out there to the public and so they can enjoy it and hopefully support your artistic endeavors and you can do that at vallejo art walk so if you're an artist out there um come on out check it out there's also great entertainment going on during Art Walk, if you mosey on up to Integrity, one of our favorite local mini venues, there's always uh, some fun stuff going on up there. Music-wise, like our 
Local Heroes uh, Blue Cinema, David L. And uh, Art Airlift Underground. And a rotation of interesting and fabulous musical artists here in Vallejo. There is a rich Vallejo history. Of course, we all know about Sly and the Family Stone. But there's up-and-comers, too, which is really groovy. On Wednesday, coming right up, Coffee with a Cop. Look at this. 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. at Vallejo Room, lower level of the JFK Library. Isn't that interesting? You know, meet your local constables. Check them out. They're just guys and gals, you know, trying to get through the day. Go ahead and talk to them. You can advocate, you can discuss, and come to a meeting of the minds. That's a great way to uh, kind of alleviate the tensions there and then find out really what's going on on their end of it. And you can advocate for your causes too. Get to know the people in your neighborhood. Wednesday, lawyers at your library. Hmm, 5.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. looks like uh, free legal service. Check that out, 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. on a Wednesdays. That's pretty good. Always, uh, always good if you have some need some legal advice. Head on down there and check it out. And see what it's all about. And uh, once again, downtown Vallejo, hub of entertainment. Wednesday open mic night at the fabulous townhouse cocktail lounge. Huh. I'm going to the house. I'm going to sing a song. Wednesday night open mic. That means open mic. Get your guitar. Head on down there. You got uh, some new tunes to try out. You want to dust the uh, dust the rust off of maybe something old that you wrote a while back, uh, or just do a few cover tunes for the kids. <laughs> There's your opportunity. Wednesday, eight p.m. to eleven p.m. Open mic at the Townhouse Cocktail Lounge. You know where it is, right there on uh, Georgia Street, downtown Vallejo. Don't be shy. Get on down there. And it's all about community. It's all about being part of the community. It's all about being happy together. Imagine me and you, I do. I think about you day and night. It's only right to think about the girl you love and hold her tight. So happy together If I should call you up Invest a dime And you say you belong to me And use my mind Imagine how the world could be So very fine So happy together
many of you out here listening today found yourself California dreaming quite a few years ago, and that's what led you out here to be here in California. And perhaps that jonesing got you out here to Vallejo, California. Who knows? A lot of people have uh, found their way out here to Vallejo from the East Coast and from points north, south, and east to find themselves here in Vallejo as part of the community. If you've got a story about that, we'll definitely check you out next week on Vallejo Project. We'll be reaching out to some expats, people who have moved from other places and come to Vallejo and made it their home. And that's not just artists and musicians, but uh, business people as well. And perhaps somebody in your neighborhood, people in your neighborhood. Speaking of neighborhood, there's a great way to beautify the neighborhood, learn a little bit about horticulture and agriculture and urban farming. That's right. It's the Vallejo Project Unity Garden. Vallejo Unity Garden Sundays. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. It's in person. This is not virtual. This is the real thing. Meet real people. Get your hands dirty. Get into the soil. At 2160 Sacramento. We've got our youth leaders there. And they're working with, actually, the unhoused residents at the Christian Help Center. So we're helping out folks there as well as members of the community who wish to show up to learn best practices in urban agriculture, urban farming, and urban gardening. We've even got chickens there. Yeah, you can learn how to gather eggs without breaking them. You can learn what chickens actually eat. Chicken feed, right? But hey, there's a little bit more to it than that. Learn about how to plant, especially in the soil here in Vallejo. They'll teach you how to, what, you know, plants, different food plants, such as tomatoes, carrots, lettuce, the easy stuff to grow, has certain tolerances with the soil. And they'll teach you all about that. pH, you know, nothing too over the top, but enough so that you have enough knowledge so that not only can you participate there in the garden on Sundays from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., but also how to take that knowledge and bring it back home to your own house. If you are a homeowner and you've got a yard, you've got your own urban farm ready to go. So they'll teach you how to take maybe a patch of grass, turn them into lettuce, how to take some fallow ground in your backyard that may just be dirt right now and grow tomatoes in it. Uh, You'll be helping out our new crop of youth leaders who will be coming up here in Vallejo Project to learn how to be leaders in the community. And uh, you never know. You never know who you're going to meet. You never know what kind of knowledge you will get. And if you are an urban agriculturalist or have a background in any sort of agriculture from, you know, Cargill, super professional, massive farm to just growing stuff on your windowsill, come on down. You can partake some of that knowledge and give some of that knowledge as well there at the Vallejo Community Garden, the Vallejo Unity Garden. On Sundays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., in person at 2160 Sacramento. 
it's really a great way to participate in your community and be part of what's happening here in Vallejo. We still got some time to call in to win the free tickets, free, 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 for our big event coming up. A celebration of survival, dinner and auction, October 22nd, 2023, 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. at Zia Fredo's. It's a $75 value ticket for free, free, free. If you call in right now, 707-652-5775. That's 707-652-5775. That's right. Just like in the old days, a classic call-in show. Pick up that magical device in your hand. Switch to that little icon that looks like a little phone, and that's what it is. And pop, hit that. Give us a call. And you can be the official winner of two tickets to the Vallejo Project Celebration of, of Survival Dinner October 22nd at Zia Fredo's. Call now, and we're looking forward to hearing from you here on Vallejo Project Radio. And now, protest song, Are You a Fortunate Son? son. I came up hard scrabble and I bet you are too. We're not part of that 1%. We're part of the 99%. The hardworking people out there, especially here in Vallejo, California. Hardworking, making it happen. Grassroots from the streets, from the living rooms and uh, right here on the air at 99.5 FM KZCT. Ozcat Radio, your local community radio station. That's right. Local community radio station. That's the key of it all right there. 
we are advocating for the community, about the community, and we're all about helping out each other. And that's what it's all about. Once again, we've still got those tickets, 707-652-5775. Don't be shy. Get on in here and give us a call. You've still got seven minutes to call in and win those tickets. I'm telling you, it's going to be a fabulous evening there at Zeofredo's at the auction. You never know what we're going to auction. We'll probably get, as we get closer to the date, we'll be announcing the items that we'll be auctioning. Celebration of Survival Dinner and auction October 22nd, 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. Zeofredo's, 23 Harbor Way, Vallejo, California, $75 value ticket. Call in, call in now. We'll forever hold your peace or maybe wait till next week. We've got uh, a lot of great stuff coming up here next on Oscar Radio. And we're going to be, have to be tripping out of here soon. But give us a call. And how do you participate with Vallejo Project? Vallejoproject.org. That's where you go to find out all of our offerings for the community, news and views of what Vallejo Project is up to these days, how we are interfacing with other nonprofits here in Vallejo, California, and how you can participate with Vallejo Project. When you uh, reflect back on our earlier part of our show, where we have uh, actual community advocates out there um, hitting the streets, anti-smoking advocates, uh, what do you do? How do you get out there and make your voice heard? Well, what they were talking about was city council meetings. Get on there. You can find out Vallejo City Council right there on the interwebs. Uh, actually, they said that on Thursdays prior to um, the council meetings, you can get the whole agenda so you can see exactly what's going to be happening. So you can uh, do some uh, research on it if you need and then get on down there either by Zoom or in person at, right by the JFK library there and sit down in one of those seats and there's always a portion of the evening where the public can get up and speak on a topic. They give you, of course, a allotted time. You can't talk for two hours, of course, but at least you can have your voice heard because that's what it's all about here and what remains of our fabulous country, America. It's all about, supposed to be we the people and it starts right here, boots on the ground with local government, the type of government that you can actually get your teeth into Talk to the people. They're the people in your neighborhood, people that you see every day, as the song goes. You'll meet them down at uh, uh, the Good Day Cafe. You'll meet them at Bambino's. You'll meet them down at the waterfront, um, maybe having a, having a brewski or just walking and enjoying the sunset. Um, you'll meet them while you're walking through the farmer's market, maybe at an event at our fabulous uh, Empress Theater, historical theater right here in uh, Vallejo and uh, or I hear that if you head out to Machete's on a Saturday some movers and shakers show up for some of the coffee you never know you might end up running into our fabulous mayor who's an excellent great guy we have a great mayor and very amiable very open to talking to the constituency very approachable yeah don't be afraid uh, just because uh, those people hold a title in town I mean you put them there so you certainly uh, shouldn't be intimidated to go talk to them and tell them what's up and tell them what you're thinking and tell them what you think needs to be done here in Vallejo. Well, that's uh, all we got today here at Vallejo Project. 
thelayoproject.org, ozcatradio.com, spelled like it sounds, ozcatradio.com, 89.5 FM, KZCT. If you're listening to us on the airwaves and you say, well, I'm going to be home, I'm going to have the computer on, you can just go to ozcatradio.com and find the link to get us on the interwebs. We are worldwide on the interwebs. People are listening to us from all over the place. Also, uh, we're local right here in town. So if you have a hankering to get on the air, be a guest on a show, be a guest on this show, get in touch. Go to valeoproject.org to find out if uh, you're a community activist, you have a community organization, you're working with the community, and you'd like to be on Valeo Project Radio. Tap us at valeoproject.org. And you can be part of it. You can come right here on our airwaves and advocate. But in the meantime, valeoproject.org, 89.5 FM, KZTT, Oscar Radio, your community radio. And we got to get out of this place. We'll see you next week. Ding! Next the Tuesday. Yeah, animal. We got to get out of this place. I'm getting out of this place. DJ Human. I'll see you next week. Stay cool, stay groovy. In the studio part of the city, where the sun refused to shine. People tell me it ain't no use in trying. My little girl, you're so young and pretty.
103.5 FM KZCT Ozcat Radio here in Vallejo.